are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast with yours always, me and Mr. Lee. Lee? Uggers, man. <laughs> Alright, man, because I try to not to say your last name because I get shit on for saying it. So I'm going to make you say your own name from now on. <laughs> well, you need to get closer to the mic. You're a little low, buddy. Oh, okay. How about this? That's better because you keep going in and out. Okay. It's am like I Bon Jovi. In and out now, it's like Bon Jovi. <laughs> it's like Bon Jovi. In and out of love. I don't want Bon Jovi to go in and out. <laughs> I want him to stay put. No, forget that. <laughs> All right, man. So this week we're doing a, a Lee album. And I was a little surprised by this album. By one. <laughs> it, not that it was good. Spoiler alert. It's that who was playing guitar on the album. I, I was up to like the set. I'll get into that when I say I finally realized I had to look up who this fucker was. And I'll get into that. So I'm not even going to give you the synopsis of the band and who's in it in the beginning. I'm going to give it to you at the end so you could hear why I was surprised. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Skid Row. As if nobody else would know, but go on. Well, this is Skid Row, but there's a lot of this guy's fans out there that love him. Yeah. So A lot of people who are really young who don't know shit about music, but go on. Well, this is why we do a podcast for our 30 young listeners out there. Shout Actually, out. Yeah, okay, okay. You're, you're, you you got a good point. Oh, wait. Well, I won't interrupt you anymore. And also that we're, a pro, we're doing Skid Row, the album called Skid. No, not the Skid Row from the 80s, the Skid Row from the 70s. Uh, uh, it's an Irish band, and I'm not going to tell you who the members are, and you're just going to have to figure it out when I get to it, or if Lee spills the beans during his uh, review. But I'm not going to spill the beans until I get to the thing where I said, fuck, who is this? I had to look it up. But before we get into that, I need I need to give a shout-out, because we're approaching 10,000 downloads. I know that's low for other podcasts, but 10,000 people have listened to us. What the fuck? <laughs> Um, I will claim ownership of bringing 300 of them over. The rest is you. Well, you were, uh, you weren't on the show in the beginning, but you were on the show within the first 10 episodes. So you were basically here a lot. <laughs> well, I brought those 300 from two episodes. You brought the rest from all 40,000. Well, I'm going to say that, um. Uh, i just like to thank our listeners. I asked them to comment. We'll give them a shout-out. Only two gave us a comment, but I know other people who do listen to the podcast. I'll, I'll say their names anyways. And one of them liked it and didn't say anything. Bushy. Okay, uh, let's get, I'd give a shout-out to, to Nate Atchison. Hello? All right. You there? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, something happened. We had a technical difficulty, but I was in the mood of saying that somebody liked the post about giving a shout-out, but he didn't comment. Bushy, uh, Nate Atchison, he uh, will give him a shout-out. He's been a co-host uh, guest on the show, and we'd like to give him a shout-out. And plus to uh, all the co-hosts who co-hosted the show with me and Lee, and without Lee, and even Lee, what's her name? 
give her a shout out. And also, even though I don't like the dude, uh, what's that guy's name? Andrew Fuckups? Oh, Andrew Jacobs. That's yeah. good enough. Oh. Yeah, he's a little bitch. But we'll give him a shout out. Thank you, Andrew, for appearing on the show. I'm sorry you went crazy and started talking shit, but I hope you're over that now. But I can't be a friend with someone like you, man. You're just weird. <laughs> sorry, <know>. Andrew. <laughs> I like Andrew Fuckups better. I'll just call him Andrew Fuckup. Because <laughs> he had a lot that's of a good name. He had a lot of friends in the podcast arena until he fucked with Ian and Ralph, and then it was on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like a like donkey, like donkey, um, doesn't know the difference between Van Halen and King Kong. <laughs> well, a Andrew Fuckups, give you a shout out, man. Uh, thanks for being on here, even though we don't talk anymore, and I'll never talk to you again. I hope you're good. I hope your wife's good, <laughs> and I hope uh, you don't fuck with Aunt, uh, with uh, Doctor Fuck and Ian again, because dude, they handed you your ass. <laughs> In other words. You're cool if he listens to your podcast from a very, very far distance, like Istanbul. <laughs> well, he could go to Antarctica. I'll be happy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He'll a, be really cool there. He He'll is a, be the coolest guy there. He is a podcast stalker, and I was, I was going to ask him to be a... a co-host permanent on here i don't know why i don't know what the fuck i was thinking but he went kind of nuts and you like people who talk like this and say that their favorite group is black sabbath and they also listen to journey and that is it and no. i want a peanut butter sandwich and i got fat from cayenne pepper is that who you want? I'm going to admit my folly on this one. I liked him because he, funny with cause he fucking promoted the shit out of this show and got me a lot of downloads that I haven't got. Well, I've got a lot since you've been on here, but fuck, he just promoted the shit out of it. So fucking, I thank him for that, but fuck, he was kind of boring, though. Uh, I fucked up on that one. Uh, and then Terrence made him a co-host of our podcast. That's kind of why I left, because they were, like, taking over. I wasn't a partner anymore. I was like oh. a, a third of a third of a third. So I, I love you, Terrence. I don't know where you are. I hope everything's going well with you. I give a shout out to him who got me started in podcasting. And I also give a shout out to Dr. Fuck and Ian Wadley, Ralph Vieira, uh, Nate Atchison, Big Bushy Power Hour, and the Plug Podcast, and also the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with Ian and Ralph. Uh, the decibel After enough times. Oh, oh, go on, go on. The decibel geek with Chris Sinzak and uh, Aaron Camaro, and also shout out to the two people who at wanted to shout out Paul Corn, man. Thank you for listening, brother. You rock. We like the same shit. And he was telling me that he liked Corn because that somebody had his last name. <laughs> I was like, ah. And also, oh. Uh, Dana, Re Dana, I can't say her last name. You know who you are, Dana. <laughs> I know her name. Yeah, say your name. Dana Reedling Russell. All right, there you go. I'm a little buzzed. So we give you guys a shout-out. We give a shout-out to our co-host, uh, Johnny Vogan, Bill Wang. I don't know what happened to that guy. Me and him had a falling out, but I still love the guy. Um, what's that other guy's name? Uh, Chris Elio. And thank you, brothers, for being on here. And also, Rami, who was on my show. And also, the other kiss chick that I can't remember her name because she doesn't 
talk to me anymore. I don't know. But she was on the show also. And uh, uh, we had that Sammy Hagar discussion. I can't remember who that dude's name was. Sorry, dude. But give a shout out to the dude who was on the Sam Why People Hate Sammy Hagar episode. But we did. And I also want to give a shout out to the guy who told me what time it was on July 22nd, 1976. He said it was 4 o'clock. And I was. I also want to give a shout-out to the guy who opened the door for me when I went in the post office, and he almost sneezed, but he said, excuse me, so he was polite. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. No, no, the, the point is that after a while, after you're with me, I'll just teach you the best thing we can just do is we both just get totally drunk off of our you-know-whats, and instead of actually doing the album, we go... <laughs> I'm sure our readers, our our listenership won't go down. I'm uh, sure that it can't go down any worse. I'm ah, well, just thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the co many co-hosts that have been on this show. If I didn't say your name, I didn't feel like looking it up. I'm fucking lazy. And uh, thank God we don't <laughs> want this to go an hour longer. And also, Ralph Vieira co-hosted, was a guest on here several times, so thank you, Ralph, and thank you for calling me out on my bullshit on an episode. Uh, we, we you were never thank me for calling you out on your bullshit because you don't believe what I say. No, 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 no. <laughs> go on. Oh, fuck you, you guys want to go listen to that episode where Ralph hands me my ass? It's freaking on a, I think it's Well, a, I don't touch your ass, so that's why you don't thank me. It's bitch. on the Van Halen episode, Balance, which we don't even review that record. Because Ralph was just handing me my ass. So go check that out. That's a really cool show. I even got, like, texts from people who said, are you okay, man? I said, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I did a review of Balance. Johnny Bogan suggested I review it. I couldn't even finish listening to most of the songs. I did it under a character of mine named Booby Booby, where I wear these glasses that keep almost falling off, and I spit, and the spit dribbles out of my mouth, and it's pretty out there. But if you um, are into that sort of thing, I'm sure I'll give you a link to it if you let me know you want to see it. Yeah, check them out and uh, get on our Facebook page and like the page and go into group and start posting some music videos. Give us some ideas of what to uh, review, except for Bon Jovi, because Lee ain't into that shit. Uh, except I will get him to do uh, the first Bon Jovi record one day. Watch. I will um, do, and I promised him I will do a Grateful I'm Dead record. I'm very happy to get very, very angry at you on that and I did promise him I will do a Grateful Dead record because the Grateful Dead is like Bon Jovi to him. <laughs> For me. So let's get into this. But before yeah. we get into this, we got a Lee Gershman. Lee Gersh. Gert. Say your last name. How about just Lee Mr. Great Man? Me, Lee Mr. Great Man. He wrote a little ditty. It's called. Had not known. So here's the great Lee in his own mind. Gershman. 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 And here it is. I had not had not known on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
I had not known how much we would get along. But now I see we were meant to be. That was Lee Had Not Known. Why did you write that song? And you were shaggy in that video. Oh, but I had cool red glasses on <laughs> and a hat. Um, I wrote that mostly because there was a dancer. She might do some more videos for me. She said, hey, Lee, um, I want to do more dancing videos for you. So um, she'll probably do some more. It's um, I haven't figured out what songs yet. But anyway, Cynthia. And um, I imagined her in a black wig because she's got wigs. And her natural hair color is black, even though she's mostly blonde. But I told her the outfit, and, the, and I wrote that song thinking she could possibly do it. Well, my original 
um, influence was kind of Gary Newman-ish. I was trying to do something like a Gary Newman song, but... Explain who Gary Newman is for the people who don't know who Gary Newman is. Oh my god, if you don't know who Gary Newman is, you should shut this fucking podcast off now. (laughs) And I'm gonna fucking slap your face. He was from the 80s. He did a song called Cars, okay? Alright. If you don't know what he is, just look up Gary Newman Cars. You're not that lazy. But anyway, um, so I thought, like, the Lady in Red kind of movie, and don't ask me to tell about that. Look that up, Lady in Red movie. Isn't that with Gene Wilder? I would think so. But anyway, okay. you know, like, like the kind of eerie scene, and, and I just wanted to do something that was kind of like a nighttime cool weird scene with with weird <laughs> organ kind of keyboard music cool man so we're gonna get into this album by the original Irish Skid Row before not the one... that you were going to do my song we did your song I'm sorry dude we were talking about after your song for like oh, the last two um... minutes where have oh, you been? I'm, get in, well, get in the game listen, here, Lee. Get in the I game talk, with me, man. I don't even know what I'm talking about, and I interrupt you, and so that means I'm dumb. Anyway, <laughs> go on. All right. Well, we're going to do the Irish Skid Row band, not the one from New Jersey, but we will probably be doing a Skid Row album with Chris Elio. That is already set up for a while. But You uh, mean Mr. Talks of Hour? Sorry. Hey, Chris Elio is cool shit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He can talk for a very long time. No, actually, I, I he's cool. Yeah. All right. Let me get. I'm into gonna it. have to talk for two hours. When he's on, I'm gonna talk for two hours. So I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, I'm I'm I'm, I'm drunk, so never mind what I say. <laughs> hey, you do that almost better than me. I could do it faster. Okay. We, 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 we should do a Blubber Brothers album. Anyway, go on. All right. Well, let's get into this album by Skid Row from 1970, the year of my birth. And he always seemed to pick albums from 1970, so I must be special. All right. Let's get into this. We got the first song called Mad Dog Woman. What do you think of this one? Oh, this song is wild, like a dog chasing its tail. But it's my type of fun song. The beat is chaotic. And someone dancing to it would have to look like they were slipping on A. But I think it's a great song. Yeah, this ain't the Skid Row I know, but this is really good. The song is really good. Love the guitar sound and the drums fucking kick ass. And the, the, the end of the song is insane with the guitaring just going off. My God, this is like, I need this album on vinyl. I like it a lot. I like it. Spoiler alert. All right. But let's get into the next track, which is a song you picked off this album called Virgo's Daughter. So let's get into Virgo's Daughter by Skid Row on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Virgo's Daughter? Why did you pick that track, Lee? Hold the on. very beginning... Oh. Go ahead. My bad. <laughs> the, the very beginning makes me think of the collector's song, 17th Summer, but then it just explodes into an anarchic frenzy, and then it sounds like Deep Purple. So this song goes all over the place, but that's why I like it. Yeah, this song is a trip. <laughs> Guitaring is way ahead of its time, man. <laughs> I'm digging this song. and It's weird, but it works. Musicianship off the charts. Killer time signatures. The song, the song sounded like it ended a bit, but then it came in with a tribal beat, and I was going, "What the fuck is that?" It like went silent, and all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. boom. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Is that? I was like, yeah, "This is a fucking." Were they on some acid or something? But this song rules. Fucking loved yeah. it. Yeah. What was that, Lee? Do you know why they just ended it and then went into the tribal shit? No. Um. Yeah. Well, some groups have done that. Maybe you haven't heard that. That's why I'm kind of bringing these albums to you so that you can, um be like oh you mean there's another town besides Poughkeepsie there's Poughkeepsie <laughs> oh I didn't know what a cat was I thought all animals were dogs oh a cat looks nice kind of like that I'm trying to educate you but this time I just wanted to just be out there well, I was I liked it because I edumacated you on Bon Jovi, and you liked a lot of songs. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> God damn it! Okay, okay. I'm gonna keep rubbing this in for a while, man. I'm gonna keep so rubbing this in. So I'm going to say thank you for making me feel a little bit more gay toward Bon Jovi. <laughs> All right, let's get into the third track, "Heading Home Again." What'd you think about this one? Oh, this is more like. A music I usually don't like, but I enjoy this. It sounds a little bit like Rory Gallagher. It works as a way for the listener to take a breath after the first two crazy songs. Yeah, this is a this is a cool like honky tonk kind of weird sounding song. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. And then we get into the next track which you picked. An awful lot of a uh, little woman. So let's get into an awful lot of woman. Not a whole lot of Rosie, but an awful lot of woman on the Free Form <laughs> Rock podcast. <laughs> Just drives me wild, everything she do, she do it style Walk in, talk with you, on the bar An awful lot of woman is my woman child Makes you wanna shout, Zoe One thing she knows is love There ain't no doubt about it, long for me She's the only woman I'm taking off She's all about to a sweet disposition She makes love in any position She's much more than just a pretty smile Not for a woman, this my woman child Makes you wanna shout, Zoe Only thing she knows is love There's no doubt she belongs to me She's the only woman I'm taking of
things you do, she do it style. Walking, talking, you on the wall. Now for a woman, it's my woman child. Thanks for wanna shout, tell me, me. All I think she knows is love. There's no doubt you are longs for me. She's the only woman I'm taking off. She's the only woman I'm taking off. The one and only woman I'm taking off. Why did you pick that track, Lee? Oh, it's another wild song that makes me want to wiggle my feet. I mean, the the guitarist, um, his work is like a mad cat messing around with a ball of string. Very cool. Yeah, I love how the, the vocals goes with the speed of the guitar. It's like he's singing blah, 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 with the guitar, the way the guitar is like shredding, and he's like, blah, blah, blah. he's singing with the, the timing of the guitar and the drums, and it's, it's fucking killer. What a killer song. And I said, I hope you picked this one. It jams, Lee. <laughs> yeah, well, right on. And you did pick it. Yay. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff I, I like to listen to when I'm drinking, and I am drinking. Drink it up, man. We could need to do a George Thurgood album. Alright, let's get into the next track, which is, it's into side one, it's Uncoco Up Snowband Blues. What do you think of this one? This is like Rory Gallagher's first band called Taste. It's fierce and cool. It also sounds to me a little bit like the group Mountain. Great stuff. Yeah, this is, I said this is a jam. The drummer rules on this one. Guitar is ear is ear candy, so good. Wow. It you love if you love guitar, you're gonna love this band. Something you need to listen to. It rules. And man, and it has a good bass lead and a drum bass lead and guitar duo. Kinda like what Mr. Big does with the shredders on there with Paul Gilbert and Billy Sheenan. It's kinda like that, but this is ahead of its time with the way the bass and the lead just go together. It's freaking rules. I love it. Yeah. And then we get into the next track, which is side two, if you have vinyl. And this is For Those Who Do. What would you think about this one? This is really hot. As if the guitarist wanted to prove he could play out there type of stuff that would make Richie Blackmore um, look tame. And he proved it. And the whole group sounds both totally crazy and totally together. Well, like I already said, I need this on vinyl. Thank you, Lee. This rules. This is so good. This song is killer. Drummer owns this song. The drums just rule on this song. But still, the guitarist overshadows the rest of the band. And what a great song. I love this song, man. It's cool. And yeah. thank you for opening my eyes. I always wanted to check out the original Skid Row, and I never did. But thank you for forcing this on me. I love it. <laughs> oh well, well, um, there's there's a lot. I mean, there's there's so much music. You probably, even though I don't like to admit it, you probably know a hell of a lot of groups that I don't know. That I think, ew, I never want to touch their music, but I might like it. You Go know what I mean? Go check out a group called The Insiders. They had a song called Ghosts on the Beach. They were really cool. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> All right. And then uh, we get into the track seven, After I'm Gone. What would you think of this one? Oh, this is another favorite of mine on here, and it would have been my fourth pick. 
the playing is like a bunch of frisky puppies running around in the grass. Awesome song. Puppies! Yeah, and this is where I reveal who the guitar player is, because I was like listening to this, like, oh, fuck, this guitar player is jamming. This uh-huh. cool bass intro sounds like, I'm repeating myself, guitar is fucking insane, amaze balls, man. And then I freaking had to go look this shit up, because this guitar player, it's just so good on this album, and now I know why. It's fucking Gary Moore, man. All you Gary and- Moore, Thin Lizzy, Gary Moore solo shit, fuck, man, it's Gary and- Moore. And and the thing is, I didn't know that you didn't even know that. No, I, I didn't know that, it. Oh my God! Um, do you know who the bass player of Led Zeppelin is? John Paul Jones. Okay, at least you're a tiny bit educated. I'm sorry. Okay, no, but it's wrong. Gary fucking Moore, man. He fucking rules. Here's the thing. I I, I have a friend who's a record friend, and he had a lot of rare albums and he would play me their stuff and he told me about Skid Row with Gary Moore so I knew from people who knew even more than me and then I started to get even more into obscure music because I just think it's good I'm wondering if I should just like put this on Skid Row skids featuring Gary Moore <laughs> on the podcast because like probably get a lot more listens if we say hey Gary Moore's on this album people listen to I'm this shit. I'm thinking that if you don't even say who it is and just say Skid Row and their first album from 1970, people are gonna think Sebastian Bach is older than he really is, and they're gonna be interested and they're gonna wanna hear it, and then they're gonna say. Fuck, man! <laughs> this ain't no eighteen in life. Fuck, ain't on it. This ain't no but youth by gone that wild. Time they'll hear it. <laughs> huh? This ain't no youth gone wild. This ain't no eighteen in life. This ain't no tornado, yeah. tornado or whatever. This what ain't no you? Justin Bieber. This ain't no um new um um Taylor Swift album. This ain't I'm nobody. Sorry, I like how Taylor Swift looks, I don't really care for her music. I'm sorry. This ain't no party. This ain't no disco. There's no fooling around. Ah, <laughs> you let the dogs out. Oh my god, I mean, you have to edit that shit out. I, I ain't editing shit. That's oh, funny. Fuck. That's comedy gold right there. Well, this is Gary. This is Gary. Well, this is Gary Moore, and I'm going to have to put in parentheses on this thing so people listen to this music and freaking, if they don't, because I didn't know it was Gary Moore, I think everybody should know it's Gary Moore. Fuck you yeah. You can say whatever you want to say. All right. This whatever song, you think will bring one more listener. I, I think that it will bring 200 more if, if you do that. Well, I'm going to get freaking Ruben De La Rosa because he <laughs> loves Gary Moore. He's always posting about Eddie Van Halen and Gary Moore. I'm going to tag him in this shit and go, dude. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> That's cool. All right. I love this album, dude. I freaking love it. Love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the next track, which is The Man Who Never Was. And you picked that track, right, Lee? Yeah. All right. So here is... Wait, 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 wait. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, it is true. Okay. That is the song. All right. Yeah, the song... Let's get into this song, The Man Who Never Was, on the Freeform Rock Podcast. 
crystal morning Upon shadow houses that came without warning The mountain of water never will be His horses rightly shot number two score and three Stay frightened cloud You found the way he was going He was heading south The man never was And never will be Racing through the air In preference to land or sea Was the man who never was? Why'd you pick that track, Lee? Well, if Deep Purple were even more intense and wild, this is how they could have sounded like. This is probably my very favorite song on here. These guys were technically proficient, like progressive rock and um, glam metal, but they weren't afraid to sound nutty and haywire this is great yeah the thick of music is so good on this song but i don't really care for the way he's vocalizing it but the thing is i, I do know. like the vocalist i just don't like the way he vocalizes this song but it's a great track for musicality oh, I, I, I get you i get you yeah it, maybe it's too weird for me it's too gershman oh. for, it's too gershman for me oh. <laughs> Yeah. So that's the new. I have for- another album that I want to turn you on to that makes me sound tuneful. So my new word for w- weird is going to be Gershman. <laughs> that's Gershman. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm I'm 
I'm kind of okay with that. Maybe we'll get it get it going. Like people will say, "Oh, that's Gershman." Instead of weird people will say, "That's Gershman." Get your name out there, man. <laughs> hey, not quite, buddy. All right. Well, let's get to the last track called Felicity, and I'm gonna surprise you, Lee. Ah. Since you didn't pick this track, I did. I know this is the longest song on the album, but fucking Gary Moore kicks fucking ass on this song, and he wrote it. So here's Felicity on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Felicity, because I picked that track. And what were you saying, Lee? I was going to say, and Bon Jovi rules, because you picked this. Don't ever ask me to say that again. This is a freaking fucking... How long is this song? This song is long. <laughs> About maybe... Um, 11 something? 10 11 minutes? 11 minutes. Yeah, like it's written by Gary Moore, and it's freaking a guitar genius song. It rules, man. He just fucking goes off. I was like oh, yeah. blown away. It was like mind blown. And the fact that you like jazz rock, that's that's like amazing me. And this is what I put in here. Oh boy, guitar orgasm. Well, he's the only one not playing jazz. The bass and the drums are playing a jazz while he's playing rock guitar. It's, <laughs> it's like, wow. It's like, this is in a great album. This song is blues, hard rock, jazz. Love it, and the time signatures are off the fucking chart. I yeah. fucking love this song, man. What do you yeah. think about it? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah. This is jazz rock, and I love it. It's a good way to end the album. But do you this see? is like Alan Holdsworth's first group, Bottom's Wrench. It's way better than some of the jam bands today. The middle part is trippy and great. Awesome song. What but were you going to say? But do you see how like he's playing rock and the rest of the band is playing jazz? I Yeah. Yeah. It's like the weirdest shit I ever heard. But it was. But it was. The thing is, they they seem to be all totally together. Like, like no one else knows what they're doing, but they know what they're doing. This song, is, this, this song is freaking genius. I think Dream Theater should do a cover of this. Oh, my God. Um, I almost feel like um, messaging Mike just because I want to embarrass him. Well, you know, his his group, uh, the Winery Dogs, could do this with Richie Cotton. They're more a blues-based than uh, and with with Billy Sheenan and freaking Richie Cotton. I think Winery Dogs would probably be a better band to do this cover. Oh. Or, um, even, or even Flying Colors. Have you heard Flying Colors with Mike Porton? Because he's not in Dream Theater anymore. I know that, but I just just don't really care for him greatly as a musician so that's why it really is. he's like one of my favorite drummers man i mean i just don't like the songs he writes he but wrote. i, I but, but, wow. but 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 chris elio where are you man we need to get on Leo. Oh, Leo. Oh, shut up <laughs> but anyway what one was is but uh no um i i could message him i could message eddie trunk i i i could ask Hey, would anyone want to do that song? Hey, Eddie Trunk did get back to me a couple of years ago when I asked about Triumph. He said, no new music but more touring, but they haven't done touring. So he lied to me! Fucker. Uh, <laughs> he's, 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 he's responded to me a couple times. Yeah, I, I think he's pretty cool. I think he's pretty cool, too. I think he gets a lot of shit because he, he's, he does always go, well, I know this guy, I know this guy. He's always like, patting himself on the back and shit, and I understand why people get irritated at him. But he, he's freaking a good guy, man. I think he's really cool. And uh, that's just my uh, yeah my deep thought of the day. Well, let's yeah. get let's. That was a great album, man. And let me tell you the names of the band. You already know Gary Moore is guitar and vocals, Brush Shiles is bass and vocals, Neil Bridgman is drums and vocals. What a killer drummer! And did you know that Phil Linet was in this group after Gary left? Yeah, 
a little I did thin, not know that. A little thin Lizzie connection there. They're Irish. It's an Irish band. And I read that and I go, oh, shit. Oh, um, wow. You you knew something about them I didn't. I, well, I wow. Because I read Wikipedia. <laughs> oh. I'm going to read it. Skid Row is a Dublin-based blues rock band of the late 1960s and early 1970s, fronted by bass Brendan Brush Shiles. It is particularly notable for being a band in which both Phil Lynott and guitarist Gary Moore first played professionally. Oh, okay. So all you Thin Lizzy fans freaking rejoice, man. This is oh, a wow. great album. You guys should fucking buy this album. Find it, download it, get it. Because it rules, man. And I'm going to keep this. I need to freaking make me a copy of this and put this in my phone. Like, I've been listening to the other albums you gave me, like Canned Heat and stuff. It's still in my iTunes, and it still comes up when I'm shuffling, and I love it. I was listening to the Hot Dog album earlier today. It was freaking great. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and I remember that that the couple of songs that I thought were kind of filler before the really great tune. You like them, and then on the really great tune, you didn't like it. But hey, <laughs> but, but, but it's all. But 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 I'm hey, starting to like the but, whole but album I think now, that's Lee. That's all good. I'm starting to like the whole album now, Lee. But this album hey, was released. Uh, I know, I know. It's the, the fact that you liked any of it makes me happy. Well, this album was released in October 1970, the the month and year I was born. What a coincidence! Oh wow, that's and, cool. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. But before we go, I want to say I saw The Who last night, and freaking Roger Daltrey sounded amazing, and Pete Townsend was off the rails. Great. Wow. And freaking uh, Zach Starkey, freaking he looks just like freaking, uh, what's his name? Keith Moon. He plays, he's like wow. towering over the drum set with his arms frailing about, but he freaking wow. kicks ass. He's a better drummer than his dad. There, I said it. Freaking he kicks Ringo's ass. But I, I love Ringo. I won't doubt it. I won't doubt it. But I just wanted to say I saw that concert, and let's get into our tracks of the week, shall we? Uh-huh. And Lee picked Blues Project. Wake uh, Me, Shake Me. Wake Me, Shake Me. And I picked Thin Lizzy with Gary Moore called Toughest Street in Town. The only album he recorded with them, I think it's Black Rose. Um, yeah, he was in the band off and on, but he only recorded one album with them. So this, uh, in tribute of the gr late great Gary Moore, I'm playing Thin Lizzy, toughest street in the town. And next week, since I saw the Who, we're gonna do Who's next. So we're giving you an update. Who's next next okay. week, including the bonus tracks. Uh, okay, we'll just gloss over the bonus tracks, but I think the I'm not gonna get into it. But let's okay. get into these tracks of the week: Blues Project, Wake Me, Shake Me, and Thin Lizzy, toughest. Street in Town on the Free Form Rock Podcast. Until next week, say goodbye, Lee. Okay, everybody. Goodbye, and, all. And take it sleazy and don't eat yellow snow. That time is coming. <laughs> Later.
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.